If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. So stick around, baby, and everything will be okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio for Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic, we come up with a group of ideas. Wow, wow. You're making this number looser and looser by the week. <laughs> Less committed. Well, you know, my uh, 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 ability to come up with ideas is getting looser and looser by the week. Okay. So, you know, it's soon it's going to be a couple of ideas and they're just going to be yours. Okay. <laughs> soon right. it's going to be, this is where, where Noel comes up with a couple of ideas on how to get rich and I just ask him questions about it. Um, you know, so uh, this week was Giving Tuesday, and I put a mm-hmm. Facebook Giving Tuesday thing out for Radio Free Brooklyn, and my cousin <laughs> put something on saying I uh, had pledged to donate, and he had this whole equation where it was something like the cuteness, cuteness of Nigel times how many, how often uh, Josh is prepared for the show uh, plus ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so I we went through this whole thing, and then never Josh is never prepared, so that's zero plus $10. <laughs> that's a lie. I'm always prepared. It's just a question of the level of preparedness yeah, I'm, are I, you prepared? I have. Are you prepared for me? Yeah, are you prepared for this? <laughs> that's the question that's out there. I always have at least one idea, and I always do the fucking uh, the tip and the thing. Yeah. I don't know how much how much more prepared can I be, really. Well, I mean, a little bit, but, but that's not, about it. That's about that's. <laughs> I mean, we're going to talk about a, a, a measurable scale. Yeah, let's talk about a measurable scale. Let's, <laughs> since I'm being called out okay. by your family members, <clears throat> I want to know how much more I can be prepared. I want to know exactly what more preparation I could be doing to make this show. Okay. A better experience for you Noel's cousin <laughs> uh well he could write in and, and let us know uh, yeah or, that's fine uh, i'll happily read it out loud okay all right i'll tell him i'll have no problem with that that would Actually, make I won't me have to tell him he's probably listening yeah exactly or he may not he's so tired of my lack of preparedness no, i think he likes the show oh it's part of the charm of the show how uh, ill-prepared i am <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, we come up with a grouping of ideas. A rough grouping. A rough grouping of ideas based on the uh, based on the topic of the week, uh-huh. and uh, all these ideas are uh, uh, have two goals to them. Uh, oh, we do have a number of goals. We have two goals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I would why what goals versus preparedness don't don't. No, no, I just want to I, as long as we're keeping some things tight. Yeah, 
And okay. one of those goals is to get you rich. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. And the other of goal, those goals is to do it quickly. Yes. And uh, uh, we don't name, ask for guys. any money up front. What? It's in the name. If you didn't It is know in that, the name. Why I, go, I explain that. Yeah, why I, I blather on in this intro is beyond <laughs> me at this point. I think it's just <laughs> to kill time since I usually only have. It's to limber our tongues. <clears throat> it's because I'm so ill-prepared. That uh, you usually have a lot of filler we need. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. Sometimes yeah. those are the gems, though. If you say so. Yeah, that's what I say. You would know. You listen to the show. Uh, yeah. Well, not lately. <laughs> not lately. Anyway, we don't ask for any money up front. No. We say to you guys, take these ideas, get incredibly rich, and then once you are rich, and only then... Do we think that maybe you should throw a little money our way? And what does that mean, Noel? After you're filthy rich, after you have taken our un- undeclared number of ideas, seized one of them for your own, acted upon it, actioned it, made it a reality, and that reality has made you the king of your reality. Only at that point did you say, hey, I didn't get here on my own. These two dudes on the interwebs, they gave me an unspecified number of ways to get rich. I owe them a little something in return. And we are going to put a number on this one, MoFlows. You owe us 10%. You owe us tithe us 10% of everything you made while you got rich. That's right. If I put any more effort into this show, I would demand 20%. Yeah, there you so go. you should so be happy. You should be Count your lucky stars. <laughs> that I am ill-prepared. Yeah. You yeah. know? Because otherwise you'd have to give us more money. Anyway, Noel, that's what our show's about. Yeah. You guys can continue listening at this point if you want or not, now that you know what our show's about. Or you can blow or you can... up your streaming device. Yeah. You can just do that. Or will blow up your streaming device. Oh. Boom. Whoa. Someone got New York on ya. Uh, I stink of New York. That's just because I haven't taken a shower in about two weeks. <laughs> you should shower, dude. Uh, I don't know. Are you telling me I should probably change my clothes, too? I, th- I should change your attitude. I should change my attitude. <laughs> I think you need to change my attitude for me. Oh, I've been doing a lot of changing lately, so I can yeah. probably do that quick. I can do it one-handed while holding you down while you're squirming. Really? Yeah. Have you gotten any better with a bra, too, or no? No, still can't do that. <laughs> I can di- I could dive a kid from 20 yards though. Yeah, I think you need to though. You can practice on me. You can practice putting me in my place and disciplining me. Okay. For, you know, in a few years when your son is going to have to be disciplined we, and put in his place. We got him this changing uh pad thing <clears throat> and it attaches to the top of his dresser. Mm-hmm. And it is brilliant. It's got this soft so it's terry cloth uh but it's a velcro strap. That's probably like six inches wide. That goes the whole length of the strap. So you can put him on there, and it goes from his like belly button almost to his neck, right? Or mm-hmm. to his nipples about, right? This kid ain't moving when you, when you get him Velcroed onto that thing. They should make adult-sized ones for people that are into that. I'm sure they do, eh? Maybe they do. I bet they do. And B, that where they really should use them is in hospitals, like yeah. you know that that deal with criminals, 
and uh, the criminally insane yes. that they have to when they have to strap them down. Yeah. Um. All right then. All right. Good, good story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh. You know. Do you feel like you? I think, and maybe I'm wrong. It's just popped in my head. Okay. But I think this pandemic has made this a better parenting experience for you. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, uh, if if it wasn't the pandemic and I was going into work every day, I'd probably basically see him an hour a day when I got home. Yeah, and you were and and Nan would have been working right away, and and you would have you were oh, gonna, you were talking about putting him into daycare into at daycare six months when he old. He was like younger than that, or younger, right? Yeah, yeah he'd already been in, at, at this point in daycare for at least a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think so. Uh, we're lucky in that way. We got to spend a lot more time with them. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, though, the world returns to normal and he can meet people. I yeah, just feel bad I about know. that, really. I feel bad about him not being able to meet people. And honestly, it it is a bit of a juggling act, us both trying to work full time with this sure. guy. And once he becomes mobile, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. He doesn't crawl tough. yet, right? No, he he's about to any second. He he can like swivel around a lot. He could roll mm-hmm. like the Dickens. He can roll <laughs> anywhere he wants, um, and he can uh, he can slowly make his way forward now. And he's basically got it all. He's just got to get the mechanics down a little more, and suddenly it'll be like, oh, that's what I do. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to get the call from Nan every three days saying she needs a massage because of bending over to trying to oh, grab him, it, running it, around the house bent over trying to trying to grab him. Your your back's really sore after a day of uh, of yeah. doing it. Have um, you guys baby proofed? No, we got to do that very soon because he's got to get moving. on it, my friend. Yeah. yeah, sounds like sounds like any day now this could happen. Yeah, uh, which we got to do all the baby proofing. Right. Mm-hmm. That the, the baby proofing that you gotta do at that point isn't that it's only the things he can reach from right. six you know, a foot and a half above mm-hmm. the ground. Um, so but yeah, we gotta get it all out on there. We like we gotta start like tethering furniture and things like that too. Mm-hmm. Cause that would be horrible <laughs> if something when happened. When your big heavy chairs fell on them. Oh uh, can you imagine that? How bad you'd feel? Not me. I wouldn't feel bad at all. On a similar uh, angle. I would laugh and say, you learned your lesson, right? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. It's interesting the things that six months ago you would have thought were funny that now you just are like. I would have just pretended to laugh six months ago. Uh I'm too tired to pretend. Is that what it is? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That explains so much about the show recently. When... uh... Yeah, it does. Um, when, when I was a kid, we uh, we lived in London, Ontario. Shout mm-hmm. out to all our uh, London Ontarios out there. Was is London, Ontario, anything like London, England? It's on the Thames. There's a Thames River. Is that a te- is there a Thames River there? Yeah. Wow. Uh, probably all the streets are basically the same named. Yeah, that's what I was curious. Do they have any buildings that they made to look like it as well? No, no, they didn't do that. There's no like eye and there's no or the needle what, what well is it? it's the eye yeah but uh, there's a few things but yeah th- of course there's no i mean i'm talking no big I, ben <laughs> <laughs> okay um so you grew up in london 
Ontario. And, uh, yeah, the local minor league hockey team mm-hmm. we went and saw a couple times. Uh, the London Knights. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first time we went and saw, I think it was the first time we went and saw it. And just thinking about this, about like, oh, wouldn't you feel bad? <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, we uh, We went and there was their plan and someone took a slap shot and it just cleared the glass and smashed someone sitting in the audience in the Jesus. face and basically Ugh. their nose exploded <laughs> everywhere oh so much blood yeah I, I, I actually have a great first sports records I'm pretty sure that was my first London Knights game uh-huh my first professional baseball game I ever went to, uh, I went to a Blue Jays game in Toronto in the old Expo before mm-hmm. the Sky Dome, and um, it was the one where Dave Winfield killed the seagull. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. So there's been a lot of blood at your at sporting events you've gone to. It follows me. Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm a curse or a blessing, depending on. Who you are. In my case, a curse, without a doubt. In your case, a curse. Yeah. But in the case of, like, a sports broadcaster, they're like, what game's Noel going to next? Yeah, that'll be a good one. There'll be something fun going on. Yeah, they're so bummed I don't like sports. (laughs) That's right. They're like, why can't he go to more games? Yeah. Maybe they should pay you to go to games. Maybe they should. And then you'd like sports more. Yeah. You don't even have to pay attention. You can watch videos on your phone, you can do work on your laptop. Just get yeah. the the fucking password. You're just there, so something interesting and violent will happen in every game. Yeah, to random bystanders and <laughs> to maybe people me and not letting off slowly pressured letting off this power I have mm-hmm. is causing horrible things to happen. Like, maybe had I gone to see a few sports games, a few more seagulls got killed. There would be no more, COVID. There'd be no COVID. Yeah. You know what happened? Not a month and a half after I moved to New York. What? Oh, 9-11? Yeah. Wow. So, you really do bring a lot of bad juju with you everywhere you go, huh? Hey, you know what? I'm just Fucking living my life. Ex- that explains so much. <laughs> Holy shit. I wish I had known this about you. Yeah. Look, at the, look what's happened in your life since you met me. Uh, it, it's really been a quick and powerful downhill tumble. Well, hey, hey, but that's because I'm 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 focusing my luck and sending it out to our listeners. Uh huh. In the form of our schemes. There you go. Well, within that story, Noel. Yeah. Was a little nugget that was a hint of what our topic was i know what it was okay i know what that nugget was listeners do you know what it was well we're going to tell you no what's the topic (laughs) (laughs) the topic this week is knights how to crusade your way to the top of the financial tower yeah You just look at me like I'm a moron when I'm doing these things. And I only do those, yeah, to let you know, like, <laughs> over, dude. <laughs> no, I know it was over. I was hoping there was more. 
I was waiting for more. You know, your cousin should really, you know, multiply your preparedness uh-huh. by Nigel's cuteness to see. And yet he didn't. Yeah, he didn't because he's your cousin. Because he didn't clearly... want to go broke. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, Noel. Dude, you just got denied in the face. I did get denied in the face. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, anyway, yeah. Knights. Knights. How are you going to get rich with them? Oh, boy. How am I not going to get rich with them, right? Um, so, uh, you guys, knights, right? They were the medieval dudes. They wore the armor. They fought uh, They fought for the land. They fought in wars. They protected their lords. They uh, wore armor. They were chivalrous. Yeah. You know the deal. I'm just trying to make sure that they're on board with with what type of nights we're talking about. They're not like thinking of 7 p.m. to you know 3 a.m. It's more like 4:30 like p.m. these days. It is. Well, dark. Uh Their their name is one with honor, right? When you think of a knight, like even it's even expression, like oh, what, what kind of white knight comes riding in there? Blah blah blah, right? Mm-hmm. They got a good name, although you know, uh, I was the more and more I read about knights in details, uh, you know, they're not of this time. That is true. Uh, there is a lot of. In particular, there's a lot of problems in there if you dig too deep anyway. But in particular, the misogyny is uh, big. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, not to make too fine a point of it, but the Middle Ages weren't that great for women in no, general. No, but you can still be knighted. In a lot of places, you could be knighted in England. I read, I read all this. Sure. I, I accidentally read the wrong article. I was trying to read something, and I accidentally opened the wrong article. And it was a, a massive article on just, here's what, uh, if you're knighted in this country, here's what it's called. If you're a man, and, and you can't do it if you're a woman. Uh-huh. Or, you know, in, in England, if you get knighted. Uh, you can. You just become a, a, a what is it, lady or you're dame? You're a sir or dame. Sir Dame, right? Yeah, um, and and you have to if you're if you're a lady <clears throat> getting knighted in the UK uh, by by the country, you are um, by the Queen. By the Queen, knighted by the Queen. You have to join the Order of the Garter. That is well. There's multiple orders, but there's only one for women. Oh, the Order of the Garter is only for women. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. How many dudes are in the Order of the Garter? I don't know. I I thought, uh, see, when I had read about the different orders, and obviously I could very easily be wrong, given my lack of preparedness in general, um, the Order of the Garter was sort of the top order. There were like a bunch of orders, and there were two orders at the top that only members of the royal family could be in. And I thought Order of the Garter was one of them. What I had read uh, seemed to say that it's the one that women join. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. And and as you read across all these places that uh, still knighted people, it was all kind of the same, you know, the the male being knighted, 
was called something fairly macho or very male sounding. Like it, it mm-hmm. there was no Latinx in the uh, in the experience. Let's just call it that. Mm-hmm. It, the women either couldn't be knighted or were called something like pretty lady knights, or you know, like it, it wasn't very even handed. Sounds like a girl gang from the fifties. Sounds like a girl gang from the and you know it. It's kind of a shame because um, a lot of what the knights stand for is very noble, right? Nobility, right? Uh, they had an order of trying to be chivalrous anyway, to what to whatever extent they actually did it. Um, but then when the crusade started, um, they. The church wanted all these knights to, because knights at the time were the power of an army, right? Sure, they, yeah. They were mounted, they had weapons, they had armor, they were almost invincible and could just slice through all these hordes of people running around. Um, they were really a, a, a very powerful weapon. Um, so the So the church wanted them for the Crusades, and so... They added in all these other rules to chivalry, um, which made it even more. Um, some of it was just self-serving for the church. You know, they had to go to church every week and observe every holiday and yada, yada, huda. But then there was also like they had to defend the poor and they had to defend the powerless and all, all these things like that. Any right, absolute they never distress did. they had to defend and things like that. Um, so it, it's kind of a shame that if knights were on Twitter nowadays, they would be uh, canceled. <laughs> in, in our culture today, uh-huh. they would be canceled. <clears throat> um, but wouldn't the, they also be attacking the trolls? Wouldn't they be taking the trolls down for the terrible things they say? Maybe. <clears throat> have to find them and slice them up, though. Yeah. They would be doxing the trolls that would the knights of the day would be doing. Yeah. The knights, it sounds like it was a, a pretty good gig. Other than you, well, you had, had to, to go fight. Um, yeah. I mean, but they also had to have money to be a knight. Yes. was what I read. They had to have money. They um, had to be able to put together, like, a bunch of fighters. Like, they had to have... They were sort of the nobility already. Yeah, yeah. They were the lo- lower-level nobility. Mm-hmm. And they, um, but the the countries had agreements where uh, they it was basically a war crime to kill a knight. Really? Yeah. And they would instead what they would do is they would capture the knights and um, ransom them, and so the country would pay to get their knights back. And if you were just some dude in the army of another country and you killed another country's knight, you could be killed for that. It was not... That's some class bullshit. (laughs) It sure is, right? Um, So, uh, but it'd be great if we could save what the good things of the knights, Mm -hmm. shake off some of that stuff that didn't serve, you know, stand the test of time as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> what group out there is there that really could benefit from this, I thought. Okay. 
And the first thing that came to me is it'd be great as a as a kids organization, the just the the chivalrous rules, right? Um, and when you look at it too, our like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts are also a little bit feeling the 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 test of time right now. Um, people are getting less into this uh, separating people by sex necessarily. And they're certainly getting less into having their kids abused, mm-hmm. uh, which has plagued the Boy Scouts uh, in a lot of ways, almost taking them out. Yeah, pretty much. There, there still are, though, 2.3 million Boy Scouts. I would not send my child to the Boy Scouts and, at this and point. And that's not even saying how many Girl Scouts there are, right? Yep. So there's a lot of money. There hasn't, made. but there hasn't been the, that sort of scandal of the Girl Scouts, right? Just out of curiosity, it, sure I haven't heard of been. it. There must have been. You think I, so? If not, I don't understand why. Why? Because men are animals, and men yeah. are predators more so than women generally. I think. Maybe. Yeah. It's you're right. Proved, you're right about that. It's been proved out over and over and over again. Yeah. But you now, never heard. You didn't hear a lot of stories in the Catholic Church about you know. Nuns raping uh, 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 little girls. You're you're entirely right. And and you know one of the things that you tell a a kid is if you're ever out in the world and you're in danger, go to a woman for help. Mm -hmm. Don't just go to an adult. Go to a woman. Um, but uh, but you know they're they're also fighting now to let women in the Boy Scouts. Oh really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. That so, seems like a mistake, given I, what's going on there these days. <laughs> so I thought, what if we tried to replace the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts, uh, with the Knights, but we spell it with an X, like the Latin X? Oh. Right? And we take mm-hmm. out all this uh, misogynistic speech around everything. Mm-hmm. We keep these chivalrous rules of which they need to guide their growth, because they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and instead of getting badges, uh, you get additional pieces of your armor. But the one piece of armor you start with is uh, your cod piece. Your your basically your metal underwear. Yep. And that ensures that none of these kids get fondled by any of their troop yeah. leaders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the parents can rest at ease. The kids can have fun and not grow up scarred. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a healthier less misogynistic uh, way, and they still get this moral guidance that uh, a lot of people crave. And there's a lot of money in it. As I say, there's still, even after all these things going on, there's still 2.3 million Boy Scouts alone. And we're not even talking about Girl Is Scouts. That world- you take that cookie industry over, give me a break. You're making coin. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I, th- I, th- I, I mean, Boy Scouts is also a national, uh, uh, an international uh, uh, organization. Uh, that, I, I think that, it's mostly American. I don't know. I have a friend who from England who was a Boy Scout. Really? Yeah, it's it not was, like a British type. No, nope, it like was that? it was the Boy Scouts. Okay, they it, had something similar in Canada, but it was different. It wasn't the same organization. You know, that's like that's basically like saying Canada. It's something similar to the United States, but different. Yeah. (laughs) I I was briefly a beaver as a kid. (laughs) 
And you had to go. <laughs> that, that's a setup line for someone who's way funnier than I am. And but you know boy. the the thing where the the Boy Scouts do their their little chant thing and they put their fingers up. Uh, the little beavers thing. put their fingers down because they're beaver teeth. And you go beavers, beavers, <laughs> beavers, sharing, sharing, sharing. <laughs> that's the motto. Uh, I was a Cub Scout for a hot minute, and I was forced to. Uh, I may have told this story. I don't know. But I was forced to to take the host mm-hmm. in a. I was forced to go to mass. See, we're also the knights are going to be ag- uh, religious agnostic. Okay, any religion. And I was forced to take the host by my scout leader. And when my mother found that out, she took me out of the. Uh, Good for her. Yeah. Good. I was I was expecting. I was kept telling him, but I'm Jewish. But I'm Jewish, and he kind of gave me a little smack on the back of the head and said, "Go." I didn't hear Take you. the host. And I remember thinking to myself as I was standing on line that I was going to burst into flames. And just your tail did, right? No, my horns went away, though, oh, which okay. was nice. So I didn't have to wear the little the little yarmulke anymore. So he gave you a, a, did you a favor. Yeah. So a few few fun facts about knighthood, Noel, in oh, England. Okay. Uh You've seen many, uh, 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 for those of you that have seen these things, there's uh, people who are knighted sometimes get the letters MBE or OBE or CBE after their name. Um, uh, Those individually stand for member of the British Empire, officer of the British Empire, or commander of the British Empire. It's uh, the three most common that are given to uh, uh, people that are not in the military uh, and not, and basically, that are civilians that are that are British civilians. Non-American, non-British people can be knighted, uh, and by non-British, I mean like not part of the overall empire as well. So there are American knights, but they do not get to use "sir" at the end of the name, at the beginning of their name, unless they become citizens of the Commonwealth in some fashion. Um, but they get KBE. Knights of the British Empire. Steven Spielberg is a knight of the British Empire. Cool. Um, well, let's talk about how one gets knighted in England. Um, it's an interesting process. Uh, uh, basically, the idea is, is that you have done something that, uh, uh, in an ideal world, what the idea is, that you have done something in your field or for uh, Britain above and beyond you have shown in some fashion that you are exceptional in 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 your field of work or uh uh have done something to uh shower greatness upon britain and the empire okay um and a lot of people i guess seem to think that that the way it works is you do this stuff and then suddenly out of the blue you get a call uh, from someone in Buckingham Palace saying, congratulations, the Queen's going to give you an OBE. But apparently, historically, there's been a lot more that goes on since that. It's uh, been a rather corrupt process. And going as far back as uh, the 1600s, um, where uh, under King James I, there was a constant trade of knighthoods for favors uh, and other noble titles. Um, in the 20s, there was a, 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 a big scandal 
of a British theater producer who raised millions of dollars by swapping peerage titles for political donations. Um, that led to a law banning the sale of any kind of honors. But in 2006, uh, there was an investigation into uh, Labor Party donors who made large secret loans to the party right before a general election so they would be nominated for peerages. Okay. So apparently the process is really about nomination and getting closer to uh, uh, the people in charge. So you get the, the thing. And how, well, how do you do that? Well, right now there is a company in England um, called Awards Intelligence. And what they do is they sell packages um, that start at $10,000 and can go up to $25,000 where they will basically, in the most expensive package, the $25,000 package, you get, they write an 8,000-word nomination letter for you and uh, write up 15 recommendation letters that they then hand out to people that they know, that they're connected with, to then get you nominated for a knighthood. Okay. Um, and there are people that do this like crazy and they want to become knights. But I thought this was interesting. Uh, this year, um, 68 people rejected offers of the awards on the Queen's, which they, they, they do the knighting once a year on the Queen's birthday. Okay. Um, and this year, 68 people rejected it. Wow. Um, which comes out to about roughly 3% of the, uh, the standard number, I guess, is about 2,500 people get nominated, uh, uh, or not, not, don't get nominated. They, they are given an award. They are chosen for the, to, to get knighted in some fashion. I imagine that's a lot of work for her on one day yeah. to be knighting 2,500 people, but that's apparently the way, the way it goes. Um, and this 3%, of people who have get, who have said nope, don't want it, don't want anything to do with it, um, is the highest number that it's ever been of people turning down the knighthood. Wow! Now apparently people are doing it because uh, uh, they're woke. They don't want anything to do with the uh, history of the empire's racism and any award links to the. Link, link to the country's bloody imperial past. Mm -hmm. So they turned it down. But that is 68 spaces that need to get filled. Mm -hmm. So this is really simple what you're going to do. <laughs> you're going to be the guy that gets those people into those 68 open slots. More and more there are going to be people who turn this thing down. I just feel like this is going to be the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, as people get more and, you know, uh, get noticed for their uh, uh, philanthropy, for their work with uh, 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 people who are shit on, mm -hmm. for their work with uh, uh, people who are abused, and they're, you know, they're going to be like, nope, don't want it, don't want anything to do with your stinking empire. But there's always going to be someone who wants everything to do with the stinking sure. empire. 
You know, they're going to want that knighthood because it's going to open some doors for them. They're going to get good seats at the best restaurants. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to get, you know, uh, 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 get on TV. They're going to be able to sell their, you know, whatever their little product is that they want to sell. If they've got a sir before their name, uh-huh. it's going to go a long way in raising funds. And so you're going to sell. You're going to be the next tier up from these guys that are doing these nomination letters. You're basically going to get inside baseball and you're going to grab these people and they're going to pay you a shit ton of money so you can fill those slots with them. The queen doesn't have to be offended by this. She's not going to know. Yeah. 2,500 people is 2,500 people. She's yeah. got to sit there with that sword, tapping shoulders, tapping shoulders, tapping shoulders. So there you go. That's yeah. what it is. I wonder if she does or if she stands at the front and taps. This is for all you guys. The whole house. No, I think everyone gets uh, gets a tap on the shoulder. Wow, I wonder if they've got like a ultra light sword for her, like an epee or like they a must. I mean, sword. she she is. I mean, I wonder if they've they've changed it up for her because she is so old. Yeah, you know, or maybe that maybe she has someone. She sits there and 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 the prince does it. Yeah, the exchequer. Prince Charles does it. Maybe. Yeah. Nobody knows. Um, you guys. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a soul knows now if, if you follow <laughs> big secret yeah uh if you want to give radio free brooklyn some money uh and radio free brooklyn would love for you to give them some money uh you can go to radiofreebrooklyn.com and hit the sponsor link pledge an amount that money will go to radio free brooklyn help keep the doors open the servers humming you know, COVID hasn't been very nice to a lot of the world, but that includes Radio Free Brooklyn. It's been a tough year for us. Uh, for the people that did support mine or other people's uh, Giving Tuesday campaigns, I want to say thank you personally. Uh, I haven't got a chance to go online and thank people individually, but I just want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to everyone who helped support. Um, uh, if you want to help in other ways, you can download the app, iOS or Android, listen to the station live, or listen to all the archives of all the shows. Uh, you can subscribe to the newsletter. You can go to Amazon, and uh, you can pump us in there as the uh, your Amazon Smile charity that uh, you don't spend a nickel out of your pocket, but Amazon puts a tiny, minuscule percentage when you buy things uh, towards us, and if enough people do it, it makes a difference. Um, we have a sponsor at this point, um, so they are City Running Tours, and if you like to run and don't want to hang out in crowds in this COVID world right now, uh, you can go on City Running Tours, and you can do a running tour of New York. They do 23 different neighborhoods in uh, Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, and the Bronx, seven days a week. Uh, go to sittingrunningtours.com slash New York City. Take a look at the schedule. Book a tour. Get uh, Lose some of that sitting around on your butt watching Netflix wait. And uh, get in shape because this winter is going to be a doozy, I feel like. Right? Get get back in fighting shape while you can. <coughs> there you go. Um, also going to give a shout out, you guys. Today's the last day of it. But the EFFNY. The Ecuadorian Film Fest in New York, of which my girlfriend is one of the founders of. Um, you can go online. It's all streaming this year. Uh, and you can, for uh, 20 bucks, you get a, a pass for everything. And uh, get on there. It's, it's, it's today's the last day, but you can still get on. 
and you can definitely get your 20 bucks worth within the day. Uh, there, there's a lot of good. I've seen a few of the movies so far. They're, they're good. They're pretty good. They're all subtitled, too. So if you're just sick of Netflix and want to check something else out, go to EFFNY. Um, Has it been a successful uh, run for them? Yeah, it's been it's been pretty well. I think the attendance might be around. I don't know if it's the same or maybe a little less than it is normally. Um, but uh, but it has been okay. It has been okay for them. The online thing has worked out pretty well, and they've had a lot of like Q and A's and panel discussions and things like that uh, online. Some of that you can get on Facebook Live uh, if you just want to watch that and you don't want to pay anything. Um, did Nora so, yeah. quit herself well as a judge? Uh, as I I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, she enjoyed it. I know they voted before the festival really kicked off. Uh, so there's already a winner. We just don't know who it is. Oh, it's not going to get announced till I no, you. no. It's the last thing that gets happened. Mm. Um, you guys. Uh, we appreciate you allowing us to do all our pitches for all our things. And as thanks, every week we have a topic. We intend to get you as rich as can be with it. But Ru- Josh says, no, that's not, they, they can be a little richer. And so he finds another topic that has nothing to do with nights and slips it in here somewhere so you can get even more rich. Mr. Josh, take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. I was involved in fraud for a period of around about five years. I must have made thousands of transactions over the time I was doing this. The things that enabled me to do what I did at such a young age were not giving a fuck. When I was a teenager, I spent around about two and a half million pounds of other people's money. So when I left school, when I was 16, I made an application to a mobile company and told them that I was 18, got the job. People were calling in and buying things on their credit cards. I thought that there must be some way of maybe being able to use that information. I would call the bank, pretend to be them, have a new card shipped out to an address, and they would send a card out and a PIN number as well. The most I spent in one night at a nightclub was probably about 15 grand. Uh, it was just like bottles of champagne and 1500 quid a time paying for everyone's drink. There you go, guys. Just get yourself a job and uh, steal people's credit card information. Yeah. Work for you and McGregor can work for you, too. For you and McGregor? Sounds like. Oh, I get you, because he's Scottish. When you hear the rest of this guy's story, if you're, it, it, it's, he's, it's very catch me if you can. Okay. He had apparently been doing it for like three years, and there was like a, a Scotland Yard guy who had been chasing him the entire time. Really? And uh, at one point, he got arrested in Canada, um, and he was in jail, and he called up the, from the prison. Mm-hmm. He called up, uh, or so he claims, I don't know how this is possible, because in the States, at least, if you call someone, uh, when you pick up the phone, it says that it's a prisoner calling you and from where, where they're calling you from. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the same in Canada, but he claims he called from the prison. He called up the, uh, uh, the uh, I guess, 
the Canadian uh, uh, Justice Ministry okay. claiming he was a member of the uh, the British uh, consulate, asking about himself. Okay. And they said, oh, yeah, he's going to be, uh, we're actually extraditing him on Monday. He called on like a Friday. And uh, we're supposed to call Inspector so-and-so to come and pick him up. And then he said, oh, well, I'll get in touch with Inspector so-and-so and have him and, and let him know so you don't have to. And they were like, okay, thanks. And he claimed so that basically what happened was he was flown from Canada to uh, 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 London. There was no one there to pick him up, and he just walked off the plane and, and took off. Really? That's what he claims. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep. Yep. Uh, anyway, no. Anyway, you guys, night. How are you going to get rich with him? I'm going to tell you right now. Um, so when I was reading about the Knights, a lot of the stuff was stuff I knew. Uh, the one thing I didn't knew, didn't know, uh, you kind of hinted at before, was that it cost a lot of money to be a knight. Um, and so what they would do is a lord, uh, right? So um, would take a parcel of land and give it to the knight, his fiefdom, his fief, and the knight would collect taxes from people that lived on that land. Um, you know, anything that grew on the land, he could sell. He, he, he basically, they gave him an a little mini industry for him to be able to support his life, right? Because he needed to train. He needed horses. He needed armor. He needed all this stuff. He needed to be able to take off for three years to go on a crusade or yeah. whatever else, you know? Um, so he needed... A, a steady supply of money and it was provided in his fiefdom. And I thought that's ingenious. We need to capture that again, right? There's got to be money in that. So I thought where would that fit in our society, right? Where do we need defense? I even thought of like how do you modernize the knight now nowadays, right? The horse, you don't need a horse now, but you don't want him walking around. You still need something. You still want it to be a a shining example of the law or of of the, of goodness, keeping order. And how do we pay for it with a fiefdom? And I thought, you know, all the the shopping malls out there the business districts. What if we replace the mall cop with knights? Right? <laughs> and so you'd have this dude, instead of a horse, he's got his Segway. Mm -hmm. And he patrols and keeps the order of the land, be it a business district or uh, a mall. And what do we do? What's his fiefdom? How does he support himself? Give him a storefront. Right. Oh, OK. Uh, and he can sell things in that storefront um, and he can support himself. He can make a good living. Mm -hmm. uh, right. And elevate the position of, of mall cop from a from a joke to something noble. <coughs> and where's the money in it for us? Right. 
Yeah. Franchise. <laughs> right? We get all the deals with all these, uh, or you, dear listener, mm-hmm. get all the deals for all these business districts, uh, malls, what have you. Right now, we got extra empty storefronts everywhere. They'll be throwing them at you, right? Like, yeah, take this giant store. He can sell what he wants. And uh, you get a piece of that, right? They pay you a a franchise fee. You get a percentage of what gets sold. And uh, really, what do mall cops probably spend most of their time doing, right? Chasing out teenagers from getting stoned in the bathroom, right? Yeah. Uh, So you'll be able to do that or, seeing as you're the law, maybe you can sell a little something extra in that store. Oh. Right? Double dip. Uh Uh-huh. You get a piece of that. Uh, A lot of money out there. You're going to elevate these poor mall cops who are, they, they have joke movies about them. Bad joke movies. Not even a good joke movie. Oh, they were great movies. Mall Cop? Kevin James is a genius. <laughs> okay, well, we agree to disagree. Uh, but uh, Greatest comedic mind of our time. Wow, wow. And I stand by that. Wow. I've never heard this from you before. Yeah, I'm passionate about Kevin James. I guess so. Well, you can you can be passionate about Kevin James, and uh, you can, you can make them all look like him if you want. Uh, but but you're gonna use the business model of the knights uh, and their fiefdoms, and you are going to franchise that and make <coughs> a piece from sitting on your butt while other people do the work. Did you ever see his greatest film ever made? Oh, what is it? Zookeeper. <laughs> I have not seen Zookeeper. I mean, there's some elephant poo in it though. You're gonna watch some Zookeeper soon. Okay. You're gonna find that on streaming something. I'm sure by the end of the winter, I'll just want anything that'll make me stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> From everything they keep saying. What are they saying? It's gonna be a pretty mild winter. I feel like. I mean, there's gonna be a lot uh, of mean, people dying. That's what I'm talking about. But whatever. Who cares? Okay. Good point. So what? As Good long point. as it's not you. Wow. Josh the Nihilist said it first. <laughs> Uh, anyway, no nights. So sort of on a weird, this is tangentially, I think, similar to your idea, just maybe a little darker and, and meaner. Okay. Um, so I was thinking of in America right now, who are the knights of our time? Who believes strongly that they are the virtuous upholders of, of the law and all that is right, that they are the protectors of the weak, the chivalrous uh, 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 masters of their domain, the only ones who truly understand what's going on and how to correct it. And uh, Am I going to guess? Go ahead, yeah. I'm going to say either the guardian angels or uh-huh. QAnon. Well... You're in the right realm, but okay. I'm just going to I put the blanket over it of militias. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, they're armed. They're well-trained. They are what you're going to see. You look like you were going to say something. I, I was, but uh, but I, I don't need to interject with my totally different topic. Oh, okay. Um, Afterwards, I will. And 
uh, when you you know you have all those similarities, and then when you know you had sort of brought up the fact that the uh, knights, particularly during the crusade, um, were you know where they were sort of really at their their heyday, their height, um, they their whole purpose was to drive the Muslim followers uh, of Islam out of God's holy places, uh-huh. which I think it's fair to say that many of the militias want to do as well. I'm sure they do. Right? Yeah. Now, the thing about the militias is they're ragtag, right? They're, they're, they've never been completely, they're state by state, area by area. Uh, they've only maybe in the past 10 years, thanks to the internet, really connected with each other in any way, uh-huh. but they are sort of autonomous groups. So you say you say state by state, area by area, or Aryan by Aryan? Ah, I said area by area. Um, I wouldn't know about Aryans. You would, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, uh, and I thought to myself, well, okay, this is already a done deal. And then I thought, I was sort of thinking, like, how did these guys, how are they financed, mm-hmm. right? And I was looking, and it's really kind of interesting because they have all these allied organizations. Um, uh, examples that were thrown out was like this one called Council of Conservative Citizens and a Christian crowdfunding web- website called Give, Send, Go. And uh, uh, people can donate through all these things. So, for instance, Give, Send, Go collected more than half a million dollars for the defense fund of Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay. The 17-year-old kid who shot those three people at the Black Lives Matters protests in in uh, in Wisconsin, I believe. Mm-hmm. Kenosha. Um, huh? Kenosha, I think. Yeah. Wisconsin, right? Um, yes. Um, and I was like, wow, that's pretty good for not having any organization, real organization whatsoever. And I thought, how do we... They're a done deal. You're not going to get these guys into a big group together. You're not going to have the American militia party or whatever it is. That's just not going to happen. It's too diverse. They're too uh, individualistic, I think, is really the issue. Um, And, you know, they are where they are. Then I thought about Europe. Europe is going increasingly more and more right wing Mm -hmm. as it goes along. And every country in Europe had a, has a night class or had a night class, particularly during the uh, the Crusades. The Germans, the French, the British, the 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 Polish, they all had all had night classes. So what you're going to do is you're going to create the equivalent of European militias, and they're all going to be knights. Okay. You're going to play up the history of the, the knights and what they did back in the day how important they were. You're going to basically use the same exact logic that these militias use, um, but the difference is you are going to be a blanket organization covering all of Europe, um, all of England, and you are going to have fundraising arms, and you are going to be just skimming off the top of that shit like the NRA basically has. Um, And on top of it, you're going to have your own private army at your beck and call. Uh, so it seems to me like it's, it's a win, 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 win situation. Okay. So there you go. All right. Uh, so I did think about what in the world is still would be seen of the equivalent of what knights were. Mm-hmm. 
RCMP, the Mounties. Really? Yeah. I guess so. Right? They're on horses. They're Dudley Do-Rights, you know. Uh, anyway, that's what I came to. Uh, so, you guys, if you want to get in touch with Josh and I, you can get us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com, especially if you want to say anything to me personally about my <laughs> lack of preparedness. Yeah. Uh, you know, you feel can, free to reach out. Yeah. You can go on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes or anywhere you can download a podcast nowadays. Subscribe, rate, and review. Please do, MoFlows. Uh, and if you only listen to us in podcast form, tune in to Radio Free Brooklyn, Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. Get the schemes five days before everyone else. Get there early. Listen to Art Star Scene. Stick around afterwards. Listen to the circuit. There's a lot going on in Radio Free Brooklyn. You should be a part of it and see what see what you like. Because uh, you might not like us. I don't blame you. Um, you guys, this point in the show, you got a lot of money in your pocket. What are you going to do with it? Josh is going to tell you right now. If you want to buy a gram of Francium, you need to pay at least a billion dollars. Although, even if you did have that kind of cash laying around, you probably wouldn't be able to get your hands on this material. In fact, one gram of Francium has never been observed. This is because the half-life of this element is about 22 minutes which means any viewable quantity of the element would immediately vaporize. It is assumed that francium would appear as a highly reactive metal. The largest amount of francium that has ever been produced in the laboratory was a cluster of more than 300,000 atoms. There you go. That would be the ultimate flex, guys. Yeah. Buy some francium. Yeah, and just like sprinkle it on your chicken. <laughs> um, if you could find it. Not the chicken, it. the francium. Yeah. Uh, so, you guys, we have so much faith in their ideas. We know they're going to get you rich. How do you have the same faith that we do? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to which you judge our schemes by. Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Uh, this week's 10 Rules of Money to Help You Get Rich by Eric Michael. Boom. Uh, we have time for one, I guess. Okay. Um, rule one, the internet truly has changed the game. The internet truly has changed the game. Uh, nights. <laughs> All right. Well, clearly, <laughs> clearly, guys, that is a win for us. So, uh, we're definitely getting rich once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs> Back gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. <laughs>